0: Oh, Arend studied the beautiful woman as she shared her tale. Despite his assumption a prideful lady would be ashamed of such events, she showed no discomfort in it. That is an unfortunate story. It appears you, unlike your father, have no scruples in a den of thieves. How may the TNE assist you? Edeline gave a coy smile and finished her glass in one swig, then refilled it before Arend could even offer. My grandfather amassed a sizable fortune over his life, so much that he kept a large portion hidden, stored away in case of thieves or if the house burned down, or just in case he needed to make a quick escape, he'd have enough to set his family comfortably somewhere else. Fortunately, he never needed it, so it stayed hidden. Then why not use it? She bit her lip. My grandfather died before telling anyone where it was. In the last few months of his life, I asked him several times. He'd merely pointed to a map painted on his office wall and say, Up there. What was the map? Aron asked. The coastline showing all the shipping routes, nothing more. But before he died, he gave me this. Adeline removed an eight-inch brass triangular rod from under her corset and handed it to him. Square cutouts notched the sharp edges along the hollow shaft an ornately flat loop adorned one end. Quellish? She nodded. It makes the finest locks in all of Delacruin. He turned it over, noticing more notches inside the hollow tube running the key's length. No tools in RN's extensive arsenal could come close to picking such a lock. Must have cost him a fortune. The young woman's eyes gleamed. Just imagines a fortune it must protect but you don't know where it is. He offered her back the key, and a key without a lock is useless. That's what brings me here. Adeline tucked the key away. While I might no longer live in my grandfather's house, I keep contact with the servants who still do. Four weeks ago, while cleaning a suit of armor in one of the halls, a maid noticed unusual cutouts along the back of the helm. When she showed it to her master, he quickly took it to the office. The next day, he summoned his son Roston and one of the ship captains. Aaron finished his wine. What were the cutouts? She didn't know. I asked if they were words, but even though she can't read, she assured me they weren't. They were shaped like dots and squiggles. And you think it says where your family treasure is hid? She nodded. That suit of armor stood in my grandfather's office since I was a child. My father had it moved to a different part of the house when he took over. I'm sure those marks are the key to reading the map. Does Damlier know of the treasure? He refilled his glass. Of course he does. Most consider the stories of old man Strunet's treasure to be sailor yarns. Otherwise, we wouldn't have lost our fortune. But Damlier has to believe it. Otherwise, he wouldn't be readying the Wosung the same day it returned from Liechthaven. A soft chuckle escaped her lips. But, without the key, it's useless to him. And I have that. And I'd rather share it with the TNE than with a bastard like Otto Damlier. RN leaned back into his chair. And for a share of the fortune, you need us to find out where it is. Precisely. The nighttime performers closed their set. A buck-toothed gypsy girl with bells on her ankles approached Arin, still watching from the shadows. He dropped a pair of silver sassocks into her cup and waited as the musicians packed their instruments. Once they had left, Ahren casually strolled toward the well and glanced around. No one was out. In the gap between two of the buildings, he could see the rooftop of Damlier's imposing house three blocks away. Pulling the damp rope wound around the winch. He lowered the bucket into the unseen water below. He continued unwinding it until it stopped. Squeaks approached from one of the lanes, and Aran looked back to see a gray-haired woman pushing a weathered cart. She paid him not even a glance as she crossed the small square and continued down the road. As the Squeaks faded off, he looked around one last time, then swung his legs up onto the well, grabbed the thick rope, and lowered himself down. Mildew's stink permeated the shaft. The thatch well covering above blocked out most light, and RN could barely see the mortared stones lining the walls two feet on every side. The rope creaked and swayed as he climbed down.